Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio with Neil Rapp. Here we go. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Call in. Let's talk. Neil's your guy. Ham Talk Live. Here we go on Ham Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 136. 2018 Jamboree on the air, recorded live on Thursday, October 11th, 2018. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Jim Wilson, K5ND. And Bill Stearns, NE4RD. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the big show, Patrick Stoddard, WD9EWK, was here to talk about operating portable with satellites. And if you missed that, you can still listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on our podcast version. It's on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Google Play, TuneIn, SoundCloud, uh, or whatever your favorite app is, it's probably there. Uh, it's also available on YouTube, so be sure to check that out. Well, again, a bunch of announcements. October seems to be the time of, of everything happening, and so uh, we do have several announcements. And uh, the 100 watts in a wire fallout just started, actually, uh, about uh, three minutes ago. So uh, make sure you get in on that this weekend if you can, and you can check out uh, information on that at 100 watts in a wire dot com and uh, we're selling the ham talk live limited edition t-shirts right now we're taking orders for these uh, we had a request from uh, mostly the satellite community uh, and we did a little twitter poll uh, for the saying to put on the back and the winner was may the grid square be yours so if you're a, a grid square chaser and and the the satellite people are by default um, you might be interested in that. So if you want to order that shirt, uh, just go to the link on Facebook or Twitter, or you can go to hamtalklive.com, but you have to click on the show schedule link. And then there's a link there that you can go and order the shirt. And, um, then you can PayPal the cost of that. And, uh, we'll go for another week or two to get, uh, everybody a chance to get the orders made. And then we'll, uh, Get those printed up and get those sent out. Um, also, next week is school club roundup. So um, 
get on the air and talk to some schools. And if you're at a school, get the school on the air next week. It's uh, all next week, Monday through Friday. And then that rolls right into Jamboree on the Air, which we'll be talking about uh, here on the show tonight. And uh, one last thing, the ARL Division Director ballots are arriving in the mail. In fact, mine arrived today. And uh, so if you're in the Central, Hudson, New England, Northwestern, or Roanoke Divisions, and you're an ARL member, you should be receiving a ballot very soon if you have not already. And uh, so be sure you vote, and those are due back to Newington by November 16th. So please watch your mail for the ballot. If you don't get one, uh, please let ARL staff know. Otherwise, they're just going to assume that everything's fine and and there's nothing wrong. So uh, if if that applies to you, uh, make sure you let them know and uh, and they can uh, take care of that. So uh, get your questions ready to go here about the uh, Scouts. And Jamboree on the air after we talk to Jim and Bill for a little bit. You can give us a call. I'll go ahead and give you the phone number. Uh, it's 812-NET-HAM-1. 812-638-4261. So write that down and have it handy. We're not ready for you to call just yet. But um, it's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us if you'd rather. Uh, we're on Ham Talk Live on Skype. And you can send a question via Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. And uh, we already have a couple of those in, so we'll talk about those. And more with Jim and Bill right after this word from ICOM America right here on HamTalk Live. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it? It's time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of these transceivers. First, the ICOM IC7851, the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF and 50 MHz transceiver. It has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, a spectrum scope, dual receivers, and digital voice recorder. The ICOM IC7610 is the SDR every ham wants, and just in time for contesting season. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The new ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Featuring RF direct sampling system, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digicel. And then the ICOM IC7300 is changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. With RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large 4.3-inch color touchscreen, real-time spectrum scope, and an SD memory card slot. Be sure to visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on ICOM radio. A flashlight is a case for holding dead batteries. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live.
Thanks to ICOM for sponsoring the show again tonight. We'll be talking about their involvement in scouting here a little bit later. And uh, we're here on the show every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at HamTalkLive.com. And joining us tonight, Jim Wilson, K5ND. He's retired from the Boy Scouts of America headquarters where he spent 21 years in publishing and communications. And uh, now he's a freelance writer and continues to volunteer as chairman of the National Radio Scouting Committee national jamboree on the air organizer and a member of the world joda and jody team he's president of the k2bsa amateur radio association and you can check them out at k2bsa.net and over 172,000 scouts have earned the radio merit badge and therefore formally exposed to amateur radio bill stearns is a self-proclaimed nerd Enough so that he made his call sign NE4RD, and I couldn't be more proud. He was uh, originally licensed in 1994 at the Melbourne Hamfest in Florida, which I was just at Melbourne here a few months ago, um, as KE4RGH. He was an active member of Civil Air Patrol and past president of the Amateur Radio Association of Southwest Florida. And while in Florida, he was active in contesting satellites and VHF. He's now in Billings, Montana with his wife and three children. He's a life member of ARRL and K2BSA. And he's active in stateside contesting with the Big Sky Contesters Club and Skywarn with the Yellowstone, Yellowstone County Aries Group. And he's a software and systems engineer, podcaster, and generally a nerdy guy. You can find him on the Linux in the Hamshack podcast, where he's been a co-host since May 2016, and uh, also reporting on radio scouting on Amateur Radio Newsline, which means I get to listen to him multiple times in a week. So (laughs) we had to pick on Bill a little bit, but Jim and Bill, welcome to the show. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. It's very good. Uh, we appreciate you having us on the show. So, so Bill, we're, we're going to try to we're going to try to keep you awake here. Um, <laughs> we, we, we were joking around that one of the things on the the uh, Linux and the Hamshack podcast was a long time ago before uh, all these podcasts were around. Uh, Bill made the comment that it was the only podcast that didn't put him to sleep. So we're, we're going to try not to, uh, to do that, but you're, I promise you, you. you're getting two weeks in a row on the show now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be here for two weeks. I'm not going to be like a permanent staple here. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll talk a little Linux next week, but, uh, this week we're talking Joda. So Jim, what's coming up with this year's Joda? Okay, well, it's uh, this is the 61st uh, uh, Jamboree on the Air. It started in 1957 after uh, the World Jamboree that was held in England, and the ham radio operators got together over coffee and said, this was fun. Why don't we do it every year rather than every four years at a World Jamboree? And so that's what they did. Uh, and it's the th- it's always the third weekend in October. Uh, this year it's the 19th to the 21st of October. So that's uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday 
uh, local time. So there's, it's not like a contest where at uh, 000 hours uh, UTC it starts. It starts local time um, and um, just get on the air and, and start making conversations with, with other scouts. Well, let's talk a little bit first about how scouts and scout leaders can participate in this, and then we'll talk about just the, the general ham community. So, so first, what about the scouts? Um, they, the scouts can, uh, for, for Jamboree on the Air, they can reach out to a, a local uh, ham radio club or a ham operator. Uh, I always recommend that, uh, uh, particularly for ham operators that want to get engaged, that they start at the, at the troop level or at the pack level. A lot of guys try to start at the at the bigger council level and it's really hard to get things going there. Uh, I've, in fact, I look over uh, some of the local councils and they have a lot going on in September and October. It's a big time in scouting. It's starting up, the scouting year is starting up, they're raising funds, they're selling popcorn, uh, they're having their camperies while the weather is still okay. Uh, and so it's good to, to line up with a troop. Uh, so uh, scouts can, um, ideally, their council is doing some promotion work about all the events in the council. Here in my own council, in the Longhorn Council, um, I've started helping them out uh, through their international committee. This is part of the international uh, area within scouting because it's a world event. And um, we have 11 different operations in the Fort Worth, Texas area. And we've uh, first we've discovered all the ones that are going on and, and facilitated a few. And then we publish, uh, here's what's going on. Here's where you can go to get engaged with Jamboree on the Air. Um, so that's I guess that's one way to do it. Um, is uh, look to your local council, particularly the uh, the international uh, representative of your council, who's who's uh, in charge of Jamboree on the air, Jamboree on the internet. Although I, I will admit that some of them don't realize that, <laughs> and and also some councils don't have international representatives, so it can get a bit challenging. Um, the um, let's see the. Um, the other way to do that is uh, the website jodajody.info uh, has a sign-up system uh, where uh, scout units can sign up and say, we're going to be on the air at this place and, uh, and, and, and give all the details about their operation. Well, all those are listed, and so you can, you can do a search. Uh, you can search on the United States. You can search on your state or your city. Uh, and and uh, although it's certainly not foolproof, hopefully you can find something there and and uh, and start uh, you know start um, uh, start the search for where it's really happening. All right, very good. Now um, let's throw it over to uh, Bill here for a minute. Um, what about the non-scouts what about the hams that just want to participate by getting on the air what what's the advice to them 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of opportunity to uh, to work scouts and scout groups that are out there activating these uh, stations, uh, especially with these, uh, you know, <clears throat> meager HF conditions we've been having. <laughs> there's going to be a lot of uh, groups trying to get on the air and make contacts that might not necessarily make a DX contact. So you just need to tune your band up to like the general portion of uh, all the HF bands as an amateur and listen for CQ Jota. Um, you'll also find uh, scout groups on uh, PSK31 and Riddy and probably this new thing called JS8 Call. I've already seen several groups uh, saying they're going to try experimenting with that as a, as a method to get on the air. So they'll be looking for contacts and uh, basically to get scouts to talk to other people through amateur radio. And uh, if you can't get out to help a scout group, be uh you know your club or a local council troop or pack or a crew um you know by all means you know sit in the chair sit in the club station uh you know tune the band up there to the general portion and start looking for these groups calling cq joda and uh, help them uh help them work and understand how amateur radio works anything to add jim well i would point out that uh on the k2bsa.net website under radio scouting there's a listing of recommended scout frequencies and so uh, for each band and each mode uh, there are, are designated frequencies the one that comes to mind is 20 meters single sideband it's 14.290 uh, but while i say that uh, you know that's a place to call but it's not the place to stay, uh, and, and you want to move off that frequency. And it's also, uh, I, I've heard this in the past, uh, people say, well, I looked at the frequency, it was always busy, and so I didn't get to make any contacts. Oh, for goodness sakes, turn the knob <laughs> on your radio and go someplace else. And, yeah, or scroll the mouse. We're a modern amateur radio now. We have the, the mouse scroll. Or the touchscreen. Well. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah the push touch the touchscreen. <laughs> but call CQ, better yet, get a scout on there with that higher voice, that higher octave voice calling CQ. It's very distinctive, and and people will tune into it. And for those, just as Bill was mentioning, um, it doesn't have to be another scout group. If they're calling CQ for a long time and nobody's responding, please respond and, and talk to them about uh, what pack they're in, what what city they're in, what they're doing in scouting, what they like about scouting. Uh, tell them you earned the Radio Merit Badge in 1956 or so, whatever, because <laughs> um, it's a lot of fun to, to make those connections. And it's so helpful on the other side. They're out there patiently searching and, and growing a little frustrated. They got 20 Cub Scouts that are squirming behind them going what's up with this this is no good uh and and so you need somebody on the other end of the qso all right yeah it's always important to have uh, somebody available to talk to instead of sitting there and spinning the knob or, or scrolling the mouse or, or punching around on the touch screen so uh that's uh, a good advice now, we've got to make sure to get you both off of uh, this program on time tonight because you actually have a net coming up right after we get done. So tell us about that. 
It, it's the uh, the USA Radio Scouting Net, and it's at uh, 9 p.m. Central or 10 p.m. Eastern, et cetera, uh, in the time zones. It's on Echolink on the conference server JOTA-365. And uh, Chris Overbay, uh, WA5DM, is the net control. And we have a pretty good turnout. It's once a month on the... Uh, uh, whatever Thursday this is of the of the month is it the third, second, second Thursday, second. second Thursday. Okay, <laughs> um, and so uh, and and we get a good turnout and a lot of people just trading uh, information about here's what I'm planning for Jamboree on the air or or next month it'll be here's what went right here's what didn't go right and, and this month it'll be you know a lot of uh, good questions about uh, as they're getting ready to uh, to activate their stations okay so some more information on this after the show just uh, hop on that uh, Joda uh, 365 echo link server and check that out after we get done here on ham talk live tonight now i know you've got a series of k2bsa portable whatever call district uh planned out uh maybe we'll throw this to bill um because i know you you ran those down on newsline here um last week i think it was uh so tell us about the k2bsa call signs that are going to be used um next weekend yeah absolutely <clears throat> we uh we of course have uh, every every call district except for the zero call district uh reserved in our calendar at least as far as i can tell right now but uh what we do is we actually allow people at scout groups to uh to reserve the call sign k2bsa in their calling area to run a portable operation and of course, you know, what's the best event to have that call sign at, you know, the, the, the jamboree, <laughs> jamboree on the air. So it's always a, always a fight to get that reservation in early and reserve it. So right now we have, uh, uh, yeah, like K2VSA one portable one is going to be out of Lenox, Massachusetts with troop eight. We have uh, K2VSA two is going to be out at May's landing in New Jersey. K2VSA three is going to be over in old town, Maryland, K2BSA4 is going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, Portable 5 is going to be in Louisville, Texas. Portable 6 is going to be in Idlewild, California. That should be a, that should be a big one. Uh, they normally have a huge turnout for that, uh, that particular event there. Uh, Portable 7 is going to be in Bremerton, Washington. Portable 8 is going to be over at uh, a Fall Camperie in Wheeling, West Virginia. And Portable 9 is in North Liberty, Indiana. So uh, that's what I see here in the calendar so far. Those call signs should be active for the entire weekend. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for uh, for any of the K2BSA portable calls. And if you're in the zero call area <laughs> and you want one for the, uh, want for the weekend of, yeah, for the Jamboree on the air, uh, this is the time to uh, go ahead and send in that reservation. And you can do that at uh, our website at K2BSA.net. I'll mention, too, in the past we've had KL7. And uh, yep. and K KH six uh, use the K two BSA call sign, and and I'll also point out that uh, we get a lot of uh, uh, requests that where the call sign has already been reserved, uh, we really can't have 
three K2BSA slash fours out there as an example. <laughs> but uh, so what I always recommend is go look at the one by one call signs. So there's a lot of stations that act that, that go ahead and reserve you know, K4S or something like that for the weekend. And of course, I'm told, I'm not, I've never done the research on this, but most of the call signs that involve BSA are already reserved for clubs uh, that support, that are part of scouting, uh, including, you know, call signs like KB4SA. Um, and so there, you'll see a lot of BSA call signs on the air during Jamboree on the air. All right. Well, that's coming up soon. And again, if you're out there in the zero call district, uh, we may, we may have a spot for you. So, uh, <laughs> get on the website, k2bsa.net and, uh, and maybe you can, uh, you can finish off all the, the call districts there. Well, it is time for a break, but we're going to come back. We're going to take your calls, and we've got all kinds of other stuff we can talk about, but we'll give you a chance to chime in at 812-638-4261 right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquid sale. Buy nine solder type PL259s. Get the 10th one for just one penny. One penny, penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Here's the snap. Rap takes the rig. He breaks through the pileup. He's on 80. Now 40. Now 20. 15. 10. 2 meters. Touchdown Ham Talk Live. Tower Electronics will be in Greenville, Tennessee on October 20th and LaGrange, Georgia on October 27th, but they're always at pl-259.com. 
ham talk live is on the air every thursday night at 9 p.m eastern right here at hamtalklive.com be sure to check us out on facebook twitter and instagram and it's time now for your calls so if you have a question for jim or bill give us a call it's 812 net ham 1 812-638-4261 or you can skype us at hamtalk live on skype also, you can tweet us at Ham Talk Live, and we've got a ton of notes here of things to talk about, so we'll keep talking, but you go ahead and call, and uh, we'll get you in here. Um, first off, Jim, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the D-Star and DMR uh, options here, and... Uh, some other things that are going on on the bands at the same time that uh, people need to be aware of. All right. Yeah. They, uh, let's see. I'm pulling up the K2BSA.net website right now. And under the radio scouting menu, there is a tab called Scout Frequencies. And uh, if you scan down that, it, it shows up, you know, 80 meters, 40 meters, et cetera, for a single sideband CW PSK. Uh, but it, there's also reflector 033A is a full-time radio scouting and Jambri on the air D-Star reflector. Um, there's also DMR. Uh, there's some, I'm trying to look here if there's some talk groups, uh, uh, yeah, I talk group 310. Okay, talk group 310. Uh, Brandmeister uh, also has a talk group 907. Uh, if I'm, I'm, I don't operate D Star. I'm a, I'm a D or excuse me, DMR. I'm a D Star guy. <laughs> but there's a <laughs> lot of activity on both of those, and the good news is there's no propagation involved. Uh, where the sun is not our friend um, these days. I see an all-star uh, node number, uh, IRLP, uh, is also available. Echolink has two um, conference nodes, uh, Joda-365, where our net will be going on uh, this later this evening, and a Jambo. Uh, is a node that uh, actually Bill Stearns uh, created to uh, to help us out. Joda 365 was getting very crowded on Jamboree on the air weekend, and uh, so he added another one. Um, so, are there anything else there, there, Bill? No, it all looks all right. Yeah, plus so you can also make contacts on APRS and uh, Packet and everything else. So, uh, don't be afraid to try uh, try everything and anything to. Uh, to go ahead and create some jamboree on the air traffic. Okay, and and Jim, let's while we're talking about D Star and that kind of thing, let let's take a moment to uh, to talk about your partnership with uh, ICOM. Uh, exactly, ICOM America is a tremendous a supporter of uh, radio scouting, uh, jamboree on the air, and and our jamborees. Uh, and I'll I recall a, just a quick story back in uh, uh, 2011, 2012. I, I I called up Ray Novak and I said, Ray, I know you've been helping with jamborees and loaning some equipment, but I want you to give the equipment this time around. And the phone was silent, and I thought, uh-oh. 
<laughs> but as Ray always does, he was thinking about 20 steps ahead of me. And he said, I don't want to wait to the jamboree. I want to start right now. And what he cooked up was 10 complete stations for loan to local scout councils. And that started, I think it was 2012. Uh, they started with IC 7200s, uh, antennas, power supplies, the whole nine yards in Pelican cases. Now they've been upgraded to IC 7300s, that great uh, direct conversion radio. And they're out. They'll be on the air, this, uh, this uh, jamboree on the air from uh, a lot of scout councils uh, around the U.S. Uh, and they also are the... Uh, the, the uh, transceiver sponsor for Jamborees, that was 2013, 2017, and it will be at the World Scout Jamboree in 2019. Um, and they also installed three uh, repeaters uh, at the summit, Bechtel Scout Reserve in West Virginia, where the Jamborees are held. Uh, a two-meter analog repeater, a, a 440 analog, and a 440 D-Star repeaters so they've been extraordinary partners to us um, and uh, we're talking to them now about a big promotion campaign uh, to get uh, hams on the air to work the world jamborees uh, so that we can just like we were talking here we need somebody on the other end of the QSO and uh, ICOM is going to help us uh, beat the drum and and get hams activated for that so we're we're incredibly uh, uh, blessed with uh, the support uh, that uh, that Ray Novak and all the people at ICOM do for for radio scouting. Well, very good. And we're very appreciative of all that ICOM does for ham radio and particularly the scouting part of things. So uh, if you would like to get in the conversation here, give us a call. It's 812 638 Four two six one that you call to join the conversation. That's eight one two net ham one, or you can tweet us as a couple of people did uh, earlier in the week, or you can um, Skype us too, or Ham Talk Live on there. Um, HR one ERL Ernesto uh, wanted to know where to follow. Um, we weren't too sure if it was the show or, or Jamboree on the air. The show is hamtalklive.com but. Um, Tell us about the uh, Joda and Jody website and, and of course, K2BSA.net. You bet. There's um, uh, JodaJody.info is uh, operated by the world uh, Jamboree on the Air, Jamboree on the Internet team. And uh, that's, there's five of us on the team uh, operating that site, uh, and uh, it's uh, – it's where the sign-up is. It's where all the information is about participating. Uh, and uh, there's a, there's a uh, fascinating new game uh, there where you can actually enter uh, just as you would at a real jamboree. You go in the main gate and go into to the various aspects of the jamboree. Also mentioned, uh, jamboree on the Internet is, uh, is an easy way to get involved. Uh, and there's... Uh, uh, JOTI.TV, where there's uh, live TV going on. There's JOTI.radio, uh, where, or JOTIRadio.net, or something like that. Just do Google. Org. <laughs> org? Is it org? Yeah, yes. just yes. 
J-O-T-I radio, Google it. But uh, yeah, they're, they, they're interviewing people all, and playing music all through the weekend. I'm actually going to be interviewed there about the World Jamboree um, on Saturday. So that's a way to follow uh, Skype, um, watch the social media, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, that's one of my tasks for the weekend is uh, watching those social media channels and responding uh, to the queries that, uh, that come up. And also I, one of the things I do is I capture a lot of really cool photos, watch for videos too, uh, on YouTube. Uh, one of my favorite activities is a Rube Goldberg machine. And so scouts make up these machines and videotape them and post, <laughs> oh, post them. Cool. Uh, and they're, they're just a blast to, to see the really, really clever ones that they come up with lots of ways uh, to participate in Jamboree on the Air, Jamboree on the Internet. All right, and we do have a caller on the line, so let's see who we have. Welcome to Ham Talk Live. Good evening, guys. It's uh, Don, KV2YSI. Hey, Don. Oh, good evening, Don. Good evening. What's your question um, here for... Missed... Yeah, I may have missed it, but turned off the stream to call in, but um, was uh, wondering if there was any more tips for someone that might try doing their very first uh, jamboree for um, a scout group. Yeah, sure. There's a, (laughs) you just do it. (laughs) No, no. uh, I I did. I've done I've done my first one uh, several times (laughs) because every time you do it, it's always different. And uh, depending upon the size of the group, uh, you know, I feel that you, you can probably over plan it. I basically, uh, basically suggest just having the radios on and, uh, introducing yourself to the, 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 is it your own troop that's coming in or is it, uh, or is it, uh, just random troops that are going to be visiting you? Um, I, I probably would just try it for the, uh, the group that, um, we just joined like a couple weeks oh. ago. So, Oh, okay. So it'll be uh, familiar people. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would basically keep it simple and, uh, introduce them to amateur radio, tell them all about the hobby and then, uh, and then slowly get each one on the, on the station there. There is a, a complete operator's guide on our website, uh, ktbsa.net, and it'll give you all kinds of hints and scripts and stuff like that, that the scouts can use when they get on there and actually talk to people. Uh, if you're going to do HF or DMR or D star or any of those, um, just, you know, simple questions, especially if they're younger, they might not know what to say. Uh, we've, t- we tend to find that the older scouts, uh, tend to kind of wing it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. yeah anytime, get, uh, anytime you get a kid on, whether it's scouts or in my situation at school or whatever, scripts are always a big help, uh, so that they know what to say. And then they can kind of, like you said, you know, the older scouts may kind of ad lib their way through it and wing it. Uh, but some of them have a little mic fright. So having a script there and, and making sure everything is, is working properly so that there's not a lot of fiddling around and dead time, I think are, are a couple of the, the key things here in, in any time you're trying to introduce young people of, of any sort into ham radio. You know, I'll mention ahead, too, on our website, uh, on the k2bsa.net website, there's a radio scouting quick reference card. It's under the radio scouting uh, tab in the menu. 
And uh, the, the nice thing about it is uh, and Tom Schusler, N5HYP, and uh, Chris Shanahan, KE5KPC, created this card. And it's got a place to, for the call sign to be written in and the phonetics for the call sign and then what cue signals mean. But probably as importantly, there's 45 questions on that card. For the scouts to ask to help them, but but they're you're, they're absolutely right. The scouts come in and they're they're really frightened about, or maybe it's not fright. It's just they don't know uh, how to use the microphone, or uh, they're just maybe a little bit timid about it. But now the group that you're going to be with is it? Will you be at a campout, or 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 what? What will be the setting? Um. Don't even know. Um, like I said, we we just joined, <laughs> so nothing's even planned at this point. But uh, I thought if I was going to offer uh, to try doing it, that I'd at least ask some people in the know of uh, some better ways or least some tips on how to get it going. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's mostly um, the the. Um, the so, actually, a best practice, and this is a little maybe over the top is we uh, at the Jamboree we taught a radio merit badge class and the first part of the class was about um, how do you speak on the radio what are cue signals what what are the questions to ask how does it go what when do you say your call sign when does the other person do you say over those sorts of things and when this the scouts showed up in the station they really knew where what what to do they had a good feel for it they didn't have as much mic fright so that's probably an over-the-top example but it it does it gives you a snapshot that says brief them on this is what's going to happen and this is how you participate and you find maybe the most eager scout and ideally it's a small group around the radio although I've got some pictures of monster groups but you find a scout that's a little bit more outgoing and they get on the radio and they can demonstrate to the other ones how it works uh, just actually just calling CQ can be kind of cool as well but uh, um, yeah I, I Bill's Bill's has the good perspective. Uh, turn on the radio, <laughs> <laughs> call CQ, see what happens, uh, and and then you'll know what to do differently next time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Don Don has an advantage too. You can also show him uh, some satellite working. So uh, that 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 was pretty interesting seeing the the kids at the at the at the National Jamboree watching a satellite QSO in progress up on uh, Garden Ground Mountain. Uh, the kids really, really were interested in how that worked. <laughs> and then you get to spend, you know, the few minutes of the, the contact of the bird flying across doing that. And then you can sit there and discuss exactly what happened because uh, that, that, that really kind of shows them what are the possibilities of, of, of amateur radio. Yeah, we got the... We got some uh, good feedback when we did a, a our club did a merit badge um, thing. I think it was last year. Yeah, the satellite pass was uh, the highlight. It really sold the kids on on amateur radio at that point. Um, I think about three and a half hours later, they were singing a different tune, but um, <laughs> <a different> story. <laughs> uh, that's a typical merit was, badge class. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it was a it was an overnight camp out too, so like the kids were having fun, but uh, they wanted to run around and play basketball or something. 
But anyways, it was a good time. All right, I'll let you guys go so maybe someone else can jump in. Thank you very much, and have a great night. Take care, Thanks Don. for calling, Don. Thanks, thanks for calling. Good luck. Yep. Yeah, the, luck. Uh, I'll, I'll mention my own. Uh, I, I went out and did a demonstration for a venturing crew locally, a satellite uh, QSO. And right from the start, everything went wrong. The, <laughs> the wire broke loose from the battery. The, um, I, for some reason, I couldn't get my transmit working. Uh, didn't have the frequencies right or whatever. But lo and behold, we were at least able to hear the satellite come over. It was FO-29. And, and we came back into the ham shack that they have at this camp, and we briefed them on, here's what an orbit is and all that. But they said, well, we learned how to troubleshoot. We heard that what goes on on the satellite. And, and, and they, got, they, they were kind to me, actually. But they seemed to get a lot out of it. But it was... I called it an epic failure, <laughs> but still, <laughs> it, it made an impression. I, I hope a good one. <laughs> well, we are just about out of time, and I've still got a couple of things here, um, and I don't want to keep you guys too late here, but um, you mentioned uh, a badge swap on slow scan. Yeah, the uh, one of the things that uh, World uh, uh, Joda Jody team is promoting uh, this year is uh, a badge exchange. Now, I'll mention in in Europe and probably the rest of the world, other than the U.S., they're called badges. Here in the U.S., we call them patches. Uh, but it's uh, that's something that scouts do. They trade uh, patches uh, when they're face to face, and what they're trying to do is a slow scan TV badge exchange. And I know that uh, uh, GB two GP, which is in Gilwell Park, uh, the uh, uh, the the where where scouting basically uh, was uh, founded, uh, is going to be on the air, and they've said they're going to be very active with a slow scan TV uh, badge exchange. So that's something cool to to check out. And there's something cool going on over in Westchester, Ohio, and Jocelyn, I bet, is here to talk about it. Good evening, Jocelyn. Hi. Good evening, Neil. Uh, nice to be on, and uh, Jim and. Uh, Bill, nice to uh, hear your voice. Uh, I'm sure uh, uh, we'll get to meet soon, uh, some either Hambenshin or something, because we're close by there. But I just wanted to chime in. I heard the gentleman saying, you know, how a lot, what do I do? And kind of comparing to uh, what uh, Jim was saying, which is, you know, just do your best. Uh, I think we, the first year is always rough. You never uh, do everything right. Uh, things are going to happen. But the kids don't really care. They're just there, and they're just happy to be talking to somebody. So uh, the, the point, the first thing, the, the most important point is to make sure they make a contact with somebody. It doesn't have to be DX. It could be local um, and just get that bug in them of, like, we're, you know, we're talking on this wire and stuff. So um, that's my advice. Uh, and, yes, as, you, uh, as I've mentioned, uh, the Voice of America Museum will be hosting Jamboree on the air for any scouts in the area, the Cincinnati Dayton area that wants to come down and see us. Uh, free access to the museum. So if there's a queue for to get on the radio, just go to the museum, come back, check in, and if uh, there's a spot open, sit down, and we'll get make a QSO with uh, with whoever we can uh, get a roundup for uh, Jamboree on the air. Awesome. Very well, good, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. 
I, I wanted to mention, too, uh, to the listeners, uh, Jocelyn w- had a feature article in our newsletter that was released uh, this, uh, uh, this morning. Uh, and I thought it was a perfect story, uh, one of uh, actually during last year's uh, Jamboree on the Air, five, it looks like five different stations worked one another all in the same frequency, getting the scouts engaged. Uh, but as importantly, uh, Jocelyn described how he was introduced to amateur radio some 30 years ago, lost it at, along the way, but picked it up. Um, it, you know, we, it, we're planting seeds. And, and uh, when scouts are introduced to Jambri on the air, they might take on uh, catch on fire right then. Or it might be 30 years later, as it with Jocelyn's uh, case. But comments, Jocelyn? No, you're, you're exactly right. You know, it's, it's planting that seed. And, and as I've uh, mentioned before, uh, it's, not every, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Uh, radio is not going to appeal to everybody. But I want the scouts to come in, see what it is, and leave knowing there's a hobby out there and this is what it is. And as, as Jim mentioned, you know, it may not take fire instantly. It may take some time. But at least they're aware in the back of their mind of, hey, I did this radio thing, and that was really cool. Um, and I, I, as Neil knows, we're pretty uh, lucky there to have the uh, voice, have our shack inside the Voice of America Museum here in Westchester. And uh, having that means that they can come back. We're open every weekend. Um, if they want to get in you do, do more radio, we're there. Um, what happened to me was the gentleman that did the Jamboree on the air for us uh, eventually moved away, and I never knew what it was called until much, much later in life. So, anyways, I know you guys got to run. I know you've got your net going on, so I'm going to say thank you, Neil, and uh, look forward to uh, try to get as many uh, Jota contacts as possible in uh, two weekends. All right, Jocelyn, thanks so much for, for calling in. We'll see you soon. All right, yeah. thank you, and good luck. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Great. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, well, we, we didn't talk about the, the rating strip thing. Do you want do you want to take a minute yeah. for that? Or, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had some um, uh, discouraging news uh, over the last uh, few weeks, uh, the uh, – I think it's the Awards, Insignia, and Uniforms Committee of the Boy Scouts of America announced to us uh, that they were discontinuing the amateur radio operator rating strip. And for those of you who don't know, that particular strip, if you have a ham radio license, sew it on your left sleeve. And uh, so it was a great incentive for scouts um, after they'd earned the radio merit badge, we'd say for about an equal amount of investment of your time and taking the test, you can get your license. You can sew this patch on. And at, and, the, and the old adage is uh, nothing happens in scouting without a patch. Uh, well, that was perfect. It was perfectly positioned. Uh, but but uh, the the awards and insignia committee. Um, um, decided that uh, they're not doing these kinds of things. They're not doing it more broadly. Their official statement is on the k2bsa.net website and, uh, and, and, and read that over. And of course, the patch was for adults. It was for youth. I think um, we've gotten some comments there that uh, 
the committees seem to take this more from a adult perspective rather than the scouts, but it is unfortunate. But the other part of that news is any scout patch, any uniform, even though it's discontinued, can still be worn. It doesn't have to be stripped off your uniform or anything. And so if you've got them, sew them on. If you've got them sewn on, leave them on. So that's that's kind of the good news there. It's not going away. Uh, it's just that BSA Supply won't be selling them anymore. They still have them in stock, so order them up. But disappointing, and as I told Neil before the show, I wrote about five different emails, all of them dripping with venom and and uh, <laughs> and and uh, flames around the edges. And then I toned it down and I said, well, they're never they're not going to change their mind. How can we make this the best and how can I get the right word out for everybody? And, and we were able to do that. So disappointing for sure. Uh, but don't take it off your uniform. OK, very good. Well, I got to get you guys uh off of here so you can get to your net but uh thanks so much for coming on and talking about it and um hopefully we can uh, get a lot of scouts on here in uh just a couple of weekends so thanks for coming on the show oh you're welcome yeah thank you for having us and uh y'all you're even inviting bill back next week so that's all i know (laughs) we'll we'll see how that goes so (laughs) <laughs> so yeah next week we'll be talking lennox so so get out your uh your penguin tuxedo and and we'll we'll see how that goes so well that is a wrap for this week's edition of ham talk live thanks to jim wilson k5nd and bill stearns ne4rd and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and invite you back next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Russ Woodman, K5TUX, and crew will be here to talk about Linux in the Ham Shack. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, just visit hamtalklive.com. And don't forget that USA Radio Scouting Net happens in just a few minutes if you're listening live, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, on Echolink Conference Node JOTA three six five so this is neil rap wb9 vpg saying seven three seven five and may the good dx be yours